Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Code Sportscast. I'm your host, Ben Heidrick, along with... Nate Cross. I like how you forgot your name. <laughs> off the no, I, I was making it dramatic. Sorry. And uh, David Nimitz. Um, today, we are here, not in the yellow room. Uh, we were not necessarily kicked out. It's just a busy week here at Calvert Hall. Um, get ready, ready for turkey the bowl week. turkey bowl week. Um, it's just a little messy around here, but pretty fun. So, we're in room 104. Uh, if anybody listens here and they're in 104 tomorrow, just know. Ben's sitting at the desk. We're also sitting at two oh, yeah, desks. Sitting at two desks they pulled up. To the I main, feel right? very inferior to Ben right now because he's got this. Yeah, I'm in charge. Like a, I'm he, in feels charge. Like, he feels like a teacher, and I don't like it. I put the chair very low, though, because I needed to get my knees under the desk. So Tall, tall people problems. Yeah, I, know, I right? wish I was six foot. All right. So <laughs> Me too. <laughs> today, we're going to talk about a little bit about the Turkey Bowl, do a little Turkey Bowl preview. You got that for me, Nate? Yeah, so this is the 103rd Turkey Bowl all time. 103. It's on my shirt. I think most people are probably betting on Loyola, unfortunately, um, because Loyola has played better against better competition. Uh, I I, I mean, obviously the same sample size, but have played better against those teams we've lost pretty bad to. Um, But it's a a rivalry. So it's it's like Ravens-Steelers. It's always going to be close. Anything can happen. Yeah. And... um, the birds. I'm, I'm rooting for our. I'm rooting for our boys. Yeah, the birds um, have the shady side this week or this year, so we're gonna be on the shady side. And I heard a stat from Dane Grunder, um, senior wide receiver. Is there? Yeah, is there like a side that's more? He dominant? said that the past three Turkey Bowls, the shady side has lost. So we're getting ready to change that. We're gonna change it. That is true because last year we won and we were on sunny side. And then the year, the year before, before that, that we, we lost were on the and we were on shady side. side. And then it got canceled the year before that, so we wouldn't know. But it was ninety nine or one hundred one. It was one hundred one. A hundred. So ninety nine would have been. A hundredth got played. Okay, so hundred so, we didn't. We we were eighth grade, right? Seventh yeah. grade. Yeah, eighth grade. Eighth yeah. grade. Because yeah. I I remember being mad because I missed it by one year. Yeah, I was um, mad about it too. My one of my cousins was the only one that was here. Um, really, he's the only Hydric that was here. Other right. than my dad, um, just a little some some uh, focus spotlight players. Uh, I don't know. If Talk any, about the All if, MIA if, guys. If, yeah, yeah. But uh, if anybody cares, uh, if you're watching both sides um, on Loyola, you got to look out for number seventy, Trips Trevor Szymanski, uh offense and defensive lineman, committed uh, to Maryland. Tackle, defensive end, He'll be an offensive tackle um, at Maryland. Probably a tackle or guard at Maryland. And then you also have to look out for the running back. Uh, I think his name's Kendrick Worthington. Okay. Uh, he's really fast. We played him on JV. He's very talented back. And, of course, they have a really good receiver room, but the shining star is Jaden Moore, younger brother of Jordan Moore, who's at Duke. Uh, Jaden Moore, fresh off in, uh, fresh off a season-ending injury uh, last year, uh, has played really well this year. So just highlight those guys, number 70, number 4, and number Circle 10. Circle them in your scorebooks. For Loyola, books. yeah. And then for Calvert Hall, we got a lot of dogs. Um, highlight number 71, Chase Dorsey. Uh, he made all M-I-A-A. We also have to shout out number 8, Jackson Gister, a.k.a. Big Play Gister, a.k.a. Get Money Gister. Um, a.k.a. My Son. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a beast on the field. Um, very tall. It's hard to miss him. Uh, look out for number eight. Number zero. Number zero. Emily Dorr. Emily Dorr, a.k.a. Ed. Um, you know, n- wearing number zero as a He's defensive stud. tackle, that, has, that, that comes with baggage, you know. You've got to be good if you're wearing zero as a, as a defensive lineman. And, yep, he showed it this year, and he's, that's why he's all conference. 
Um, you won't miss him on the field because he'll be in the backfield all game. Yeah. Um, and then we have he'll be in the backfield. Pay, he'll be living in the backfield, paying no rent. No rent. That's what I said on the announcements today. No rent. Rent free. That is um, what you said. And then we have Caden Newsom, made all conference. Um, back. The Holy Cross commit. Uh, very, very. Uh, he'll have you on an well, number island. Number one. Yeah, one. number yeah. one. He'll have you on an island pretty much all game. And uh, uh, there's a reason he's all conference. There's a reason why he's playing Division One football. Um, and then, of course, last five. and not least, uh, this guy's a tackle merchant, uh, Darius Smith, a.k.a. Oh, Croc. Croc. He's all over the field. Uh, very hybrid linebacker. Uh, he alternates between safety and linebacker, but he's usually in the box. Um, and he just flies. I mean, he just flies. I would flies. like him at safety this week with the, with the absence of Kyle, Kyle Green. Uh, so, in that absence, with we have Chris Hewitt and, um, and Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell. Uh, rotating at safety uh, for the game. Yeah, only Aiden's at fast safety. Um, I think he is. Aiden's fast. His brother's really fast. Yeah. So look for our, our three-headed monster at running back. If you want short short yardage, uh, power back, go with Jake Stewart. You want your uh, you want your all-around back. You got John Asuko. And if you want your breakaway speed, you want Harry O'Connell, Aiden O'Connell's younger brother. Um, Davenport not back this week. No. He's probably the fastest guy on the team. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's just in front of me in uh, psychology. And our receiver room is just full of vets. Full of vets. Dane Grunder is a four-year four year varsity guy. Mike Bell's a four-year varsity guy. Um, Kai Waz. Kai Waz is a two-year varsity guy. Um, but a lot of seniors on the roster. And then you got the young and Chris Hewitt, who's a sophomore, but is obviously the best receiver we have. Um uh, I think he's going to have a great game. But, yeah, this is well, a little preview. transfer? Junior transfer? J.G. Taggart. Oh, J.G. Taggart from IMG, right? He was at IMG? Yep. Um, he was in Florida. I don't know that. Yeah, he was in Florida. Um, yeah, so he started out as a tight end. Um, but uh, I think of him as a D-hop. But transitioned into Tall a re- receiver um, as they don't run a lot of two tight end sets. Um, and Gister was definitely their number one at tight end. So – uh, Taggart is big red zone threat. I yep. mean, all you have to do is he's six he, eight. He's so. like he's like a, he's like Keaton. He's like our new Keaton. Number he's what? Taggart. Yeah, is number nine. Is he? Okay. Yeah, number nine. Um, so yeah, just a little little sneak peek pregame preview uh, for this for this game tomorrow, um, and we can move on. Everybody show up. Yeah, yeah. you got to be there. Mandatory. Um, we can move on to sports news now. Yeah, let's huh? do some uh, college basketball here. Oh, okay. I, I was going a different direction, but you seem to have something on your mind. Where were you headed? No, it's okay. No, where were you headed? I was just going to talk about the two MVPs for baseball. Oh, yeah, go ahead. All right, so in the AL, we have, I mean, arguably the best player, like one of the best talents we've ever seen is Shohei Otani winning AL MVP with an insane stat line of uh, – he hit 304 with 44 home runs, 95 RBIs, and an OPS over 1,000. Um, and this is all over the span of a, only 135 games. Um, so he probably would have been on pace for over 100 RBIs, obviously, and then probably would have got to the 50 home run mark. Oh, yeah. Um, games. Yeah. Um, Pitching-wise, too, uh, he posted a 3.14 ERA and a one06 Whip across 23 starts. Um, 
it, but missed. It was revealed later, um, late, late to middle to late end of the season that he has Tommy John. So. Yeah, he won't be. It's a shame. I think he'll he'll be back in the lineup by next next year, but yeah, he won't pitch. Hit. He won't pitch. He won't pitch until, until 2025. And who knows where he's going to land? We don't know. We don't know. There's rumors. There's rumors um, that the Phillies want to trade Nick Castellanos and two other players to the Angels for Trout. Because Trout wants to come back to Philly. I mean, why is Castellanos the big name in this deal? Yeah, like the Angels would never do that. I mean, if you said like... uh, Like the Angels proposed it. Yeah, like like put in like like Remuto... uh, if the Angels are going to trade Trout, that means they're probably going to lose Otani. And I'm assuming they would want prospects. you got to blow up a, this roster. They'd, I'm assuming you, you they want play. prospects back in a yeah. deal instead of like 30-plus-year-old Nick Castellanos yeah, as think, your main think, centerpiece. But, but I don't, something's got to change with this roster. And it's not – like it's weird. I don't know who to – it's just a front office issue, really. You have There's no way – The owner's terrible. Yeah, there's no way you can have Trout and Otani and not make the playoffs. Right. I mean, you could argue the money you're spending on those two players negates a lot of needed positions, almost all of them, um, and you're de- you're relegating a whole lot of your of your uh, salary cap into two players. Um, but at the same time, it's like you know they're getting paid that much for a reason. Yeah, and I mean, with the money you have left over, you have to use that correctly. So like, you can't spend all this money on Anthony Rendon to be your third star and just have yeah. him completely be terrible? Just theft. Absolute yeah. theft. And he hasn't I mean, played. And yeah. Trout Trout has, has had issues staying healthy. Same thing with Otani, at least on the pitching well, yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. But Otani Otani's a little different because I, every almost, uh, what, what are the percentage been of pitchers that get Tommy John surgery? I I mean... It's not super high, but it's probably higher than you would like. I think... Isn't it weird that, like, that people do it like... Like early in their career, yeah, people just, will do it before they just, even uh, just to get it out of the way. Yeah, um, I know that's becoming more common. So at least, but it is coming more common that people will tear it again. Yeah, people will tear it. Twice. Really, I didn't know that. Can you get the surgery twice? Mm-hmm. Okay, your career is just probably over. Now let's uh, let's move on to the NL. Um, this guy, Ronald Acuna Jr., had Stud. a wild season. Um, he posted a. 337 average, 41 home runs, 106 RBIs, OPS uh, over 1,000, 73 stolen bases. And he now holds the category for being the only player with 40 to be the 40-70 player. I mean, that's just wild. He also led the NL in OPS plus and total bases. Um, And... His, he had tallied 217 hits, which is the second highest single-season total since 2010. So, I mean, behind only Jose Altuve in 2014. This, I mean, this was this is easy, right? I mean, people were saying he's going to be the MVP, like, yeah, I think since like Mookie July. Mookie Betts had a, a decent case, but if you look at Mookie Betts' Mookie numbers, Betts. they were ridiculous. Um, but anywhere but near Acuna? We were close, yeah, close for a while. But besides the stolen base category, but Acuna and Otani uh, both deserve this. And fun fact, they were both they were rookies of the year together, unanimous in 2018. Really? So 
by that logic, then and these are, this is the Gunner first time and Corbin Carroll should Carol. be MVPs by 2028. So look out for that in 2028 when Gunner wins his uh, an MVP award. This is the first time in history that uh, the MVP winners were both unanimous. I can't. I'm really shocked that Mookie Betts actually didn't get any votes for. I know Acuna's season was crazy, and I, that would have been my vote. But I'm surprised Mookie Betts didn't get a first place vote or two. Um, yeah, two incredible seasons. Two some of the best seasons we've seen ever um, from two MVPs. Two people went. Now, if you go MVP. look at Eddie Murray's stats, not even close. Yeah. No. Uh, Next. Doug says he's the greatest player. We, we of got all some time. more baseball stuff to talk that about. Is my mom's favorite Braves, player of all time. Braves acquire Aaron Bummer. Yep. What do you know about Bummer Aaron from Bummer? the White Sox? Uh, lanky lefty, very Believer. lanky lefty. Um, he posted a six point seven nine ERA last that's year. That's not good. Um, Bad luck. Lanky lefty, uh, very very um, funky delivery. He, he makes yeah, it yeah. Uh, hard to hit. But um, Very I don't think his stuff is the best. I think uh, his pitches aren't always uh, commanded well. But other than that, he's uh, depending on how much they paid for him, he's a good pickup. Diamondbacks are officially going back to the teal color colorway permanently. Which, if you're a Diamondbacks fan, you got to be thrilled, right? Teal? Can you show them to me? I don't remember seeing them. I guess I don't. Like the lining is it teal? Teal. Oh, he's colorblind. I forgot. What's teal? Is it like turquoise? I don't know why they're doing it. I don't actually like it. You don't like what color is teal? I love teal. It's like blue. Gray, it's like it's like, like <clears throat> it's like kind of a greenish blue. Where are they putting it? Or a bluish? It just doesn't look good on. Like the, Where are they putting it? They're put. They're just lining the like just the linings of the. All right, dishes. whatever. It's really. I've always I been like a fan it. of the powder blues. They should. They should do powder blues. Rockies acquire Cal Quantrill. Is that how you pronounce Cal Quantrill? It? Yeah, pitcher yeah. Uh, from the uh, Guardians. From the Guardians. DFA'd him this week. The Guardians did or last week. I don't know how, what his season was like last year. Dave, can you check his, some stats yeah, for you. me? Uh, he posted a 5.24 ERA and a 1.46 WHIP over 19 starts. Um, That's not a lot of starts. He, so, he showed six isn't bad. But but in September he posted a 2.76 ERA over six starts. Um, and it's I think it's listen any pitcher that 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 the Rockies can get. Like any decent pitcher they can get, they should be thrilled because nobody wants to come pitch in that park unless you know you're obviously drafted there. Um, but I, I mean, the Rockies just have to be happy with just getting somebody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he he was uh, last year in almost 200 innings. He had a 3.38 uh, ERA, which is pretty. I mean, that's pretty good stuff there. And yeah, as I long mean, as he kind of gets back on track. I don't. It'll be tough in the uh, in cores, obviously, but he can be a solid. You know, back end of your rotation, maybe middle of your rotation guy. I think he could even fit in in, in like a long relief situation. I think he's, he could be a very good reliever. Um, he just needs to be used correctly. I think that's the only thing. Um, he was probably three or four starter in, in Cleveland, but uh, I think he can be in the same role or even higher in Colorado because of how bad they are. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's a good pickup. All right, we're going to do – since there's so much MLB stuff to talk about, well, I'm going to incorporate a little game here. Not a game, but just like something fun that we can look back on. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his – I'm going to try my best to pronounce his name. Let me see. This um, sounds like Yamamoto. Yeah, yeah. This is Jordan Yamamoto. Um, it, it's, it's Yamamoto. That's his last name. Jordan? His first name is Yo, Yoshino, Yoshinobu. 
that's probably not right, but Yamamoto from the Japan national team, um, he was the one who, I mean, was just killing everybody in the uh, World Baseball Classic. Yeah. Um, he's posted for teams now. Um, so let's, let's all throw out a team to see where he's going to go. Has he been taken yet? Nope. Not yet. Um, I know the Dodgers um, and the Red Sox were um, very interesting. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say recruiting, but that's what I would technically yeah, say. Yeah, I would yeah. say they're recruiting, recruiting him heavily. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to end up in one of those two. Uh, give me the Mets here. I think he teams up with mm. Kodai Senga in New York. And the Mets throw a boatload of money to get their next star um, from – is he Korean or? Uh, he's Japan. 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 He's Japanese. Um, hmm. There are players posted from the KBO. Too, I know there. So I wasn't. Uh, I forgot which one he was from. Yeah, I don't really. You know, I'm, this is gonna throw out just a random team that maybe has no interest. Maybe does. Give me the San Francisco Giants. That's good. They're yeah. heavily uh, Shohei. recruiting Shohei, and these teammates with Shohei when they do the World Baseball Classic. Uh, obviously. Um, now, sticking with MLB, uh, Guardians acquire Scott Barlow. Um, Another interesting one. Um, from San Diego. Not a great stats guy. I think maybe just an arm to have. I think that's what they got there. But Scott uh, Barlow, he's getting old. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He posted a 3.07 ERA and a 1.19 whip over 25 appearances with the Padres. Um, not great for a reliever. Uh, I think, you know, if you're in that – Good reliever category, probably posting. You probably want to what like two point five. Yeah, right. Really good though. You think? For yes. Yes. Yeah. A four. Yeah, right. Three and a half, four in the bullpen. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm just wrong. I don't know. I'm not the baseball guy here. That's uh, that's normal. Yeah. Okay. Have. Okay. Uh, Royals acquire Kyle Wright from Atlanta. Yeah. A lot, of just, interesting a lot of just average pitchers are just yeah. going around the league. Pitcher, pitchers always do this, but I think he's a step up from Soroka. Um, Soroka has been decent, but hasn't played much. He's been up and down, but Kyle Wright, I think, has been um, kind of their guy. It's just kind of been there other than Strider. Um, other than that, not really much to say about him. Brewers are non-tendering Brandon Woodruff. Um, so, so he's a free agent. Because so, he won't play next year. Uh, he's, he said he, it says here that he's likely to miss the start of 2024. Most of it, yeah. Yeah. It's Orioles? Corbin Burns I wanted the Orioles to get too, him. didn't he? At the um, deadline. As like a – Right? He was he – was, uh, was, I thought the Braves were sell- – not the Braves, the Brewers were shelling at the deadline. Yeah. But they but were. He, but then he got hurt towards the end of the season. Uh, gotcha. And I would like – this would be a good pickup for the Orioles. I don't think they'll do it because I've seen um, a lot of teams are interested in him, which makes sense. But if the Orioles could get him on like a cheaper deal – Obviously, it would be two years probably, and you know they pay maybe a little bit less this year, but then effectively in 2020, um, I guess the year after that, it would be almost like a prove-it deal. And if he pitches well, then that's a top-of-the-rotation guy. That Brandon Woodruff is a guy that could legitimately be your ace. I mean, he's a two-time one. All-Star. Yeah, he's like, he's great, and I think that would be a been good close in Cy Youngs too. Yeah, but uh, I don't Do you, think they. I don't think they you know, spend uh, the money. You know, uh, Kyle Bradish, Cy Young, he got like a fifth place vote. I said Cy this Young. on the last podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had one of the best I, I, I ERAs in the entire me. MLB. I know, it's just Kyle Bradish. 
Um, Phillies re-signed Aaron, Aaron Nola. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's no brainer. No brainer. Young guy. Got to do it. He's got potential. Gotta Still, or he, he's already proved his potential. He's you got more in the, the tank. You want to guess the money? It's seven years. All right. Two hundred some. Two fifty. One seventy to one seventy-five. Yeah. Well, Aaron Nola. I didn't think he was actually. He's one of the bigger names in the free agent yeah. market for pitchers. But I didn't think he was actually going to re-sign with the Phillies because. There seemed to be some disputes between Nola and the organization, mm. and he initially declined some extensions. Probably gave him some more money, so that's why he stayed. But then they give him more money. Obviously, don't want to let your ace go in free agency. So uh, Nola's, you know, he signed to be a Philly for the next didn't, seven didn't years. Did Wheeler like? Didn't he regress last year? Yeah, he's also just injuries. It's, yeah, he was it's, hurt. It's yeah. tough from the, um, the Braves the field again attacking their uh, attacking their getting more arms. Well, they got rid of Kyle Wright, so they can't be getting more arms. They just They're got breaking it. even. I thought I I talked about them signing two, or they got rid of Kyle Wright. They acquired Aaron Bummer. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, but yeah, anyway, they uh, they signed Ronaldo Lopez to a three year thirty. That's not million terrible. Dollars. That's big. I want those to pick up Ronaldo um, Lopez from the Marlins. Those nope. are four point. Not uh, from the Marlins. Guardians. Guard, same thing. Guardians. He was, he was with the Marlins. No, he was a White Sox. Angel. Oh, yeah. And then he was part of the uh, Lucas Giolito deal to the Angels, but then the Angels when they up trading DF- those two anyway. Yeah, they liked, I don't know, they DFA'd him. And then he went to the Guardians. But that's a good pickup, and it's a good middle reliever in your, like, six, seven inning spot. We got – few years. Now we got a, a very – probably the most interesting pitcher, in, like, in the league, in my opinion – uh, the Cardinals signed Lance Lynn um, after having just an just awful season um, last year. With I think he the he played with the White Sox and then he got traded. Who won the World Series? Are you what? serious? The Rangers? Oh, okay. The baseball guy over here doesn't know. Who, I um, blanked. I couldn't remember who won. Yeah, I didn't really care. He's thirty six, so I think he just might be uh, done. <laughs> Getting ready. Uh, to, he was better. On wants the, to retire with his favorite he was better team. on the Dodgers once he got traded. The Dodgers he, are always he had like five point seven three ERA. He had like a thirteen what? ERA at one with point. the Dodgers. I mean, just over the whole season. That's not well, bad. Yes, it is. That's pretty terrible. Let me go on. Uh, would you want a starter for a guy that's thirty seven? It's not thirty six. Doesn't matter. Who's getting paid? Okay, Lance Glenn's ERA with the White Sox was six point four seven. But like the year before, it was like a two. It was three point nine nine. It was a two what in twenty twenty one. Right, All Star. But his initially with the White Sox, he was pitching to around a 6.5 ERA. But then with the Dodgers, he brought it down two points to a 4.35. So there are still signs of life with Lance Lynn. And I think he's just a guy to eat innings up. And then, obviously, I think Nate will get to it. Another older guy that the Cardinals signed. That's yeah, Kyle Gibson. Also, yeah, to eat some more innings up. Orioles should restart him. Great locker room guy. Um, the Padres hire Mike uh, how do you pronounce it? Schilt? 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 Anybody know anything about Mike How's Schilt? Nothing about Mike Schmilt. Um, <laughs> Schmilt. <laughs> Schilt? I don't even know how it's spelled. Uh, it's, I don't think it's Schmilt or whatever you say. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's Schilt. Ah. Schilt. I'm going to go ahead and guess S-H-I-L-D-T. Yeah. Never heard of him. Uh, he was fired by the Cardinals after uh, See, 2021. Um, there was a dispute between him and... In the uh, office, in the front office of uh, analytics, um, he posted a successful record of 252 and 199 uh, in a postseason appearance. 
Um, he's he's apparently he joined he joined the Padres last year, or yeah, last year as a as a uh, to, as player development. Yeah, role. Bob Melvin, and, and now he got the uh, got the call up to. to yeah, be, now Bob Melvin's out. He's somewhere else now. Yeah, that's why uh, yeah. he's the manager. All right, and now I know you want to get some college basketball. After the, a lot of let's talk about the managers. Did we talk about the managers yet? The managers, like Stephen Vogt and all that. Didn't we just talk about Mike Schilt? Isn't that a manager? Right, but we didn't talk about all of them. Uh, yeah, from the past week we did. Did you mention them last week? Mm-hmm. Did you mentioned Vogt and all of them. No. What about Melvin? Uh, mm-hmm. You did. Okay. Talk about everything last week. All right. I mean, you would have known if you I were didn't here. Listen, because. Uh, didn't listen to his own podcast but, uh, that he wasn't on. It's the first one I haven't listened to. Oh, okay. The first one. Very sad. Anyway, Ben, you want to talk about some college basketball, don't you? Well, I wanted to get into college basketball so Dave could go off. Um, I just uh, want to talk about the, the, the <laughs> How are you feeling about beating the Retrievers down? Yeah, the Maryland Therapists beat uh, well, University of Maryland Baltimore uh, Well, we didn't talk about because this would have been after, but I'll briefly mention I was told to go easy on the Terps by both my parents after last week. Whoa. So, uh, Friday night. And you listened? Absolutely terrible loss to the Villanova Wildcats at. Uh, it was at. Nova. What was the score? It, the score is 57 to 40, right? But the Terps put up 15 points in the first half. It was their lowest point total, like, in. One of the games years. they played recently, too, they didn't score in, like, the, the last eight minutes or something. Yeah, it was just <laughs> terrible. Villanova was hitting shots. Villanova looked good and energized off of a. Uh, Lost to Penn yeah, in overtime. Fifty-seven points they put up. They, I mean, they there's a game look, actually going on right now. North Carolina's of, um, playing Northern Iowa and beating them ninety-one to sixty-seven. They kind of took their foot off the gas in the second half because they didn't need to, you know, keep trying as hard. But then Terps finally they come out at home against UMBC and they look good. They actually look competent. Um, a lot of turn, forcing a lot of turnovers, which was good to see. Fast break dunks and just getting out in transition and getting those easy buckets. Uh, I still, I'm hoping we can just kind of get a groove because we still can't really hit the three at all, which is going to be a problem, especially when we take so many threes. Uh, but it was exciting to see the Terps actually come out and look like a competent basketball team against a team that they should obviously should be. But UMBC is usually pretty solid. Um, and uh, killed them. I don't know. Terps. We'll see. They don't really have a good, tough opponent until I think the first of December, which was when Big Ten play starts against Indiana. But on Saturday, Can we already they, play Indiana once. No, not yet. On Saturday, we have uh, South Alabama, and then Tuesday oh, is Ryder. I uh, might be going to Cope. that game with Michael Copenspire, so we'll have to we'll shout have out to Michael Copenspire for committing. To play Division One baseball at, at Ryder, Ryder University. University, go Bronx Country. Bronx Country. Let's ride. Um, there's also a few ranked games we got to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Because of the Maui Invitational. It's always a big game. Um, well, first we got to talk about the Empire Classic, um, as UConn beats Texas. Number five, UConn beats uh, number fifteen, Texas, eighty-one to seventy-one. Yeah, that was surprising. Um, I'm not yeah. actually going to lie. UConn, you know, they were the champs last year. But they did lose some some bigger pieces, and they were without um, their star freshman, uh, Stefan Castle. He's been out dealing with an injury, and I thought Texas was, especially with Texas was at home. But UConn still looks good. They returned some of their core from last year, and they look like a top five team wow. in the country. So wow, yeah. And then 
We have um, number two, Purdue, beats number seven, Tennessee, uh, to reach the uh, Maui Invitational Final. Uh, they won 71 to 67 um, in a game where it just felt like they held on. Yeah, Purdue's just a Purdue's a good team. I mean, they're yeah. both good teams. Yeah. So of course, Tennessee's a uh, top ten team. In the Who's number fifteen? Well. In the what do you mean? On uh, on Purdue. I don't know the numbers. Isn't it? Is it just Zach Eady? Is he fifteen? Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, Zach Eady, National Player of the Year candidate. Yeah. Eady is number fifteen. Yeah. It's just it's easy playing basketball when you're seven foot four. <laughs> Not easy, not easy for your 300. body. Three hundred. Three hundo. Yeah. Toronto, Ontario. So is he thick? Yeah, he's a big boy. Um, he's averaging twenty-two. And then this 10. is this is probably uh, the probably the I guess most surprising game is that number four Marquette um, beats number one Kansas by a wide margin by fourteen points, uh, seventy-three to fifty-nine. You want to talk yeah, a little bit? Yeah, that about was that? really odd. Especially Marquette, again, another team, makes sense, returning most of their players. <laughs> and they didn't really have a super convincing win against UCLA on Monday where they only won by two points. And I assume Kansas would come out and, uh, you know, win this game. Maybe not in dominating fashion because Marquette is still a good squad. But Kansas just came out and was lackadaisical. Uh, Hunter Dickinson, their star, only had 13-8. and eight. And they really didn't get much from their secondary players besides Kevin McCullough had 24, 8, and 3. But then every, nobody else had more than four or five points. And that just really can't happen. And Marquette is a good good team on defense. Tower Coax, one of the best guards in the country. And there was a little bit of a scuffle. Uh, Shaka Smart, the Marquette coach, got into it with Bill oh, Self, which is kind of crazy. I did see that. Yeah, and tensions, tensions were heated. And uh, Marquette that came out wild. on top. That was a wild. Yeah, it was video. wild. Uh, I don't think it was to the level of um, who's the guy's name from Michigan? What's his name? Juwan Howard. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it was to that. No, it level, wasn't but. Juwan Howard level, um, and it wasn't as bad as I think over the weekend there was a guy on Providence who just threw a straight punch at somebody. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, Marquette. I don't. I don't know if Kansas will. I'm assuming Kansas will fall from this from their number one spot. And I'm interested to see if maybe Marquette takes over or if it's UConn or, you know, I always vote Marquette to go far in the tournament. Hopefully this year it's their year. Um, Another upset was Florida State beating Colorado. Unranked team beat a ranked team. Um, 77-71. USC? Florida State. Florida State, I'm sorry. Beat Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Colorado's 18th or ranked 18th. Florida State unranked. Hmm. Knock them off. I feel like the Florida State's in the tournament pretty consistently, aren't they? Florida State's usually a pretty solid team, and they were, they they are uh, four and one after the win against Colorado. Hey, uh, Colorado will probably Colorado fall out. Florida was, State will sneak in, I think. Yeah, Colorado was an interesting. Uh, I feel like I never like hear about Colorado in college basketball. I don't. You don't. Yeah, they're a fringe ranked team, and I think clearly not anymore. Yeah, the Colorado hype. Has, is going to allow uh, them to probably. Do you get think some it's more. carrying over to basketball? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty Shadur sure. probably plays on a basketball team too. I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't be surprised. Deontay, these two sports. Athletes. Yeah, they're both athletes. Yeah, I'm assuming the starting quarterback 
of a major Division One. I'm saying he he's a good he's a good basketball player. He played in high school. Who yeah, did? yeah. I actually didn't know that. Um, yeah, but with Colorado, yeah. um, they had got one of their highest freshmen for basketball. They got one of their highest recruits um, ever. Cody Williams is the f- well, was the fourth best player in the class of 2023, and that's really unheard of for Colorado, kind of getting these like superstars projected it's got, lottery yeah, guys. Yeah, it's got to be Dion. So it's I think it's, be Dion. it's somehow Dion's made his way into the, the college basketball scene at Colorado, just sports in general. He should take over as the coach. He should. Yeah, he can go four and seven at for basketball too. So that would just be sick. Um, what so is Colorado's? Are they three and two or something? Four and, four and or in basketball, four they're four and one in basketball. Oh. That's what you're wondering. Um, so that's what I asked. Unfortunately, we have to talk about some injuries. Uh, so Joe Burrow has to go undergo surgery on his wrist. Right, it's a, a wrist surgery. Um, he got hurt halfway through the Ravens. Uh, Bengals game on Thursday night. Um, there was some controversy surrounding that. People saying that he had a brace on his wrist already before the game and it wasn't listed on the injury report, um, which goes against the uh, Ooh, that is N- NFL uh, PA um, regulations, and it would probably result in probably just a small fine, a smallish fine. Um, but have you seen the fines the NFL's been handing out for yeah, like yeah. hits and tackles that. and stuff? It is ridiculous. I like Kareem Jackson. Got suspended another. Well, he deserves that. Four games. Yeah, he, I mean, he's well. He's concussed two people. Um, I think he's been flagged like six times or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, ridiculous. So, I mean, yeah, you, you just gotta play safer, um, at least for Kareem Jackson. But some, some, I just hate when people are getting fined for plays that weren't even flagged. You right. Know? Like it doesn't. Matter. I don't get that. Um, like, I, I know. Might have been Gus Edwards got fined for laying a shoulder into somebody on a run. Yeah, that's I think I saw the same thing with Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren did that on a passing down. Um, He he blocked somebody. He dropped his shoulder into him, and they fined him. But it wasn't Gus had the ball. Like I I don't get that. Like yeah, I can't remember what the rule is with running backs on how you can drop your head, but um, but we got to talk about you can drop a shoulder to embrace contact. I mean that's not a problem at all. I I would have to see the video, but. Um, and we also got to talk about Jordan Travis, uh, unfortunately, against Shame. against a team where did he? Obviously, he needed to be playing, but against a team that they were gonna, you know, like in hindsight, it's like, oh, why even play him against um, Northern Alabama? Yeah, North like Northern Alabama. Alabama, it like didn't even make much sense. But I get it. You know, he's a competitor. He wanted to play, um, but it was just a freak injury. Um, it was one of those hip drop tackles. Um, yeah, and Logan Wilson style. Was, Shout out Logan Wilson. It was just yeah. unfortunate how uh, uh, Jordan Travis's body was uh, positioned at contorted. that time. It was contorted, um, and yeah. he'll have to undergo surgery. And I guess he's going to enter the draft. Yeah, I don't know. Um, His FSU career is over, so he'll enter the draft, but he probably won't get drafted. Mark um, Andrews underwent surgery today, I, uh, and it was I don't successful. Know what Jordan. I would have assumed he would have gotten drafted. I don't know no, about now. he would have gotten drafted, oh, okay, but I don't know. Mean. Yeah, but, I don't know how with the injuries. Yeah. He'll probably get a UDFA flyer, and so, or maybe somebody takes a chance. Did you guys hear what Mark underwent surgery this morning, and it was successful. That's nice. good. Yeah. But he's still going to be out for the whole year. I know there's a small chance. Outside chance he could yeah. be back. Um, he will not be back for the playoffs. No. He, he has a crack If they fibula. even make the playoffs. Shut it. I mean, that you've seen them lose six straight to go eight Without and Lamar, yeah. Are you guys ready to go nine and eight and miss the playoffs? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like that leads me into my next point. The Steelers, after after 
years of complaining have finally cut, fired, sorry, Matt relieved Canada. Relieved of his relieved duties. Relieved him of his yeah, duties. That's in the words of Mike Tomlin. Yeah. I mean, everybody says that. I know. But, yeah. He's relieved of duties. Um, duties. So now this is, I think it was a smart play um, because this gives enough time to evaluate Kenny Pickett individually now um, and see if you need to go after a draft, particularly a very quarterback-heavy draft, uh, this year and uh, Caleb Williams. Um, obviously, we're not getting Caleb Williams, um, but I mean, like, I wouldn't be mine. I wouldn't like if. Speaking of Bo Nix, I don't know. He's old. We we already saw what happens when he drafts an old quarterback. Yeah, Kenny's uh, what thirty now, or <laughs> he's twenty five. Ah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a smart play. Obviously, it's a smart play. He's the worst coordinator I've ever seen. Um, but now we can uh, finally. Um, Evaluate Kenny. Canada yeah, we can. Issues. Oh, six minutes ago, uh, Diamond Wax acquire uh, Eugenio Suarez. Eugenio Suarez. Oh, I thought it was Eugenio. Eugenio. Wait, how do you say it? Eugenio. 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 He's a former Red, former Mariner. Mariner. Mariner, yeah. yeah. A lot of home runs, even more strikeouts. Very um, good home run hitter, terrible strikeout guy. And terrible fielder. I'm yeah, he'll sure. have 250 strikeouts in a year, and he, no problem. 30 homers? 40. 40? He hits tanks, man. Eugenio Suarez? Eugenio hits a long way, dude. <laughs> Eugenio hits uh, All right, now we can get into our recaps. Right, we got week 12 recap or week 11? We're talking it will be a week 11 recap. Week, ele- week 11. I think so. Yep. All right. Scooter yeah. turned off with the live stream down. Yeah, we're good. Okay, cool. Woo! Wow. Ben gave us a scare there. Yeah. All right. Week 11 recap. Uh, in last place, we have Nate. He went 6-8. and eight. But Nate is the real winner here because he got his, he got his lock. But he almost didn't because it was the Lions. So that was almost bad. But he got his upset. Is this his first upset ever? Yes, it is. He's 1-9 on upsets this Thank year. Thank you. Thank you. Just legendary Thank performance. You. Thank you. He picked the Giants. So it's a shame if you bet on whoever Nate Earl. Cross. Yeah. Sorry, Earl. Uh, but then I got it. I'm, I'm broke. You know, this is, this is my bridge. This is my bridge to winning out and, and eventually coming away with the pick them. The Pick'em League win. Yeah. I'm going to pick up 16 games somehow in these last seven weeks or whatever. You can do it. Honestly, that could happen. Uh, ben was in second place at 9-5. and five. He got his lock, but he did not get his upset. I think he just had to make up like three games a week That's for tough. seven straight weeks. That's tough. That's not terrible. It's not but ridiculous. But it can happen. Adam. No, he's off socials. He's off socials. All right. Um, and then I was... I was first at 11 and 3, and I got my lock and my upset. Yep. Sweeps were 5 and 2 on sweeps. What's our, what's our uh, overall record on sweeps for this I'm year? I'm about to tell you. We are How 40. Did I do? Would you? you? I was I 11 was and 3, and you were 9 and 5. Oh, All right, what's our sweep record? Sweep record 45 and 31. That's just a little bit below 60%. Oh Somebody should we're hire 59%. us. 59%. All right. It was a video bubble ball. I'm sorry. Um, okay. So now no one ever the, talked about that. Here are the, re- here are the standings right now. Nate is in last at 83 and 81, around 50 and a half. He's 6 and 4 on his locks and 1 and 9 on his upsets. 
Ben is in second Am place. I, wait, what did you say I was on locks? Six and four. Oh, okay. That's, pretty, six still, and that's still pretty bad. But Ben is in second place at 92 and 72, around 56% there. And you are so far behind. Six and one on locks and three and five on upsets. And right now I'm in first place, uh, 99 and 65, just above 60%. 90, 92 and 72. Oh, You're 83. Oh, 83. <laughs> and I'm seven and three on locks and six and four on upsets. You know, his, his upset record is my lock record. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's tough. Uh, okay. That's tough. Don't worry. We're going to get back to this a This is Nate's week. To a place of success. Um, all right. Now we can get right into the, this week's games. Uh, Green Bay at Detroit, minus seven and a half. Um, who won last week? I did. You go first. Give me the Lions here. Packers got their kind of bailed win against the Chargers, and the Lions at home, I'm feeling pretty good about that. I'm expecting a big game from both the running backs and just the offense as a whole, and hopefully Jared, the goofball, can get back on track after his rather terrible game against the Bears. Two or three picks? Three picks. So give me the Lions here. Ben? Um, Go Dan Campbell, man. Yeah, we're going to sweep here. I'm going Lions. Um... I don't want to buy in too much to that Bears game last week. Um, and I also don't want to buy too much into Green Bay's upset win last week. Um, Detroit still got it, and I think they'll come back. Golf will come back strong and not throw three picks. Uh, so, yeah, give me Detroit. Uh, next we have Washington at Dallas, minus 10.5. By the way, these first three, uh, these first four games are considered Thanksgiving games. Uh, the first three are Thursday games, and – the fourth one is a Friday game at 3 o'clock. First ever Black Friday game in the history of the NFL. Really? Wow. It's exciting. It's a fun fact. Thank you exciting. for that. Um, so, yeah, Washington at Dallas minus 10 and a half. If, uh, just to reaffirm. This is tough. Yeah, this is a really hard game. Oh, the Cowboys have been so good recently. And that's why I'm seeing the commanders here. Give me them <laughs> to cover. We all know Dax due for just a terrible game. Due for an injury. Um, give me the Commanders. They've looked good enough to where I think they can. You can, keep it you can confidently say they can keep it in ten. Yeah, especially division game. That's what I was thinking. I'm also going Commanders. Okay, so we're gonna sweep. <laughs> it's like a lock for Ben to pick Commanders. You use your upset? No, yeah. Mm, okay, I have mine. I. Um, so yeah, uh, not much to say there. It's a division game. I think it's gonna be close. Um, but next we have San Francisco. Uh, at Seattle plus six and a half. And this is interesting. We were talking about this before. I really – how often do we see Thanksgiving games in the West Coast? I don't know. I don't know what the – I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just, like, not paying attention when it's that late. Maybe I'm asleep from the turkey and I don't watch, you know, the West Coast Thanksgiving game. But it didn't seem like it's very common to me. Um, but San Francisco at Seattle plus six and a half. Um, Seattle has just been falling off. Uh, they haven't played well. Don't look great. San Francisco is coming back after the the little the little bump they had uh, in the middle of the season. Uh, give me San Francisco. Give me the Niners here as well. Uh, Geno Smith is hurt. I don't know if even if he plays, he you know I don't think he's been too fantastic this year. And the 49ers are just rolling. Brock Purdy looks good. And I'm going to take the Niners. Ben. I love the 49ers. Um, I think 
McCaffrey's looked good after his little injury scare, but um, I think he's good to go. Uh, two touchdowns for him this week, actually. He got back after not scoring a touchdown against the Jags, right? Yeah. They broke that streak. They tried he, he to get still him. Have you seen, I, have you seen uh, like, if you, like, bet, like, $10 or something, how much money you'd make if you bet on him, like, a continuous parlay for him to score for 17 straight weeks? Ridiculous sum of money. It's like I 500 should, I should go say hi to him, but it was Mr. Bowersfield. Um, uh, but uh, so, we, so we've swept the first three games, have we not? Yep. Okay, so don't fade our sweeps. Yeah, um, um, we're probably going to sweep the next two games, too. Uh, next, we have Miami at New York Jets, plus nine and a half. Now, you say we're going to sweep, but this is an interesting game. Miami yeah, has not looked good. Like, they beat the Raiders by what, six? They're ten points better than the Jets, and there's no doubt about it. Tim Boyle. Zach Wilson's officially the third string. I know. I don't know it's, where to – Why, because Aaron Rodgers is yeah, too? Yeah, I'll go first. Give me the Dolphins here. Rodgers coming back like week 14, isn't he? The thing with – this is also, 16. This is going to be – Hopefully. I'm going to lock them in here. Oh, you're locking? I think with the Dolphins, I know they've looked bad, and the Jets' defense is honestly really good. I just don't know how the Jets score points. Like, I'm trying to think yeah, of how true. the Jets score enough points to keep it – I just, I just can't see that. So, give me the Dolphins here. Uh, I, I want to pick Jets, but I just because I like their defense. But I just Tim Boyle, I just don't see him putting up points. But we'll see. I could be wrong. Um, this is also going to be my lock of the week. Uh, give me Miami. Um, oh, I don't really. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, stomp on your parade right now or anything or like you know, be in your coattails. But uh, I just looked ahead. And I don't see any game that I could view as lockable. And I that wanna, was kind of my. And I don't want to be boring and pick Dallas again. I mean, I do see a world where the Commanders could win that game. Want to just run Chiefs as your lock? Who are the Chiefs playing? Raiders. I'm not even saying that's a lock. Okay. Um, but yeah, give me Miami and give me as a lock. Ben, did you already pick? For Miami, yeah. I said there's no way that the Jets score ten points. Really? You don't even think they'll score 10? <laughs> Tim Boyle, baby. Um, Carolina at Tennessee, minus 3.5. This is actually going to be my upset of the week. Uh, give me Carolina to upset uh, Tennessee. Um, I think Carolina's defense is good. Uh, the, the Titans' O-line has been so bad, and it's clearly hindering Will Levis' performance, and the Titans have just seemed to be regressing and regressing and regressing. Um unfortunately for Will Levis. Um, and I think the Panthers uh, find a way to squeeze it out this week. Give me the Titans here. Panthers' run defense is awful. I'm expecting a big day from both Derrick Henry and Ty J. Spears. And I think the Titans will get a little bit back on, on track on offense. And, I mean, yeah, I, I, this is tough. And I respect Nate's upset call here, and I think that for sure could happen. But okay, give me the Titans. You gotta run this tomorrow. You okay, Nate? <coughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Are you Long good? Pipe. Oh, okay. You know there is only one pipe, right? You got a problem? <laughs> I have a Tennessee Titans here. Bryce Young has been a bust so far. Uh, you can call him a bust after one year. Trevor Lawrence played one bad good game so far. He also had Urban Meyer. But we have Frank Reich. Like, where are we? Are we? we? 
I mean, he is Frank Reich. Are we really like propping Frank Reich to I be this Frank incredible Reich. coach? Frank Reich hasn't had like any off the field problems. Uh, is Frank Reich on Fox? Big big game noon. No, because he actually has a job still. Is Frank Reich down at the local bar? Uh, no. Yeah, that's probably probably what did it in for Urban Meyer after him at the bar after like losing, and you know whatever happened there. Um, but yeah, yeah. This is probably why I'm last in picks. You know, going to. This has never happened before. Ben and I picked the same through five straight games. So this is. Um, next, we have Jacksonville at Houston plus one and a half. Right. Oof! This Give is me the Jags here. Wow. Yep, Jags. This is tough for me. CJ Stroud just threw three picks. He's confirmed mm. terrible. Awful. Um, no longer good. He's he stinks. What? what I mean, like T Law hasn't have? been like impressive. I'm just. <laughs> well, he had two rushing touchdowns last week, so uh, he's dual threat. Watch out. You know who's dual threat? Kenny Pickett. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he is. He's, he's wow. actually he's actually one dimensional. He can only run. Yeah. He can only oh, scramble for God. a first down. Oh God. Like Lamar. Yeah, give me the Jags here. I think they stay hot. Podcast? Shout out. Shout out Matt Sponauer, Bladen Kirk. And Theo Let's go CJ Stroud and Devin Singletary. Up, right? Come on. A, I, Houston. Uh, why is Devin Singletary the second name that comes out of your mouth? Because he's their starting Also, I want you to formally apologize on this podcast, Dave, for hating on Tank Dell for the entire, for the entire draft process. And I was the only one sticking up for Tank Dell. And you said he was terrible. I want a formal apology. Let's see. Tank Dell's been pretty good so far. So Pretty good. He's having an incredible rookie rough season. Take. I mean, like when you think about it. When you hey, play, but you know what feels good? What? That we were both right about uh, Tyree Wilson. Tyree Wilson. <laughs> no, sorry. This is free. That's just, I mean, that so was easy. Earl like, tried to like be different and just wrong. Wrong. Yeah, well, I think. In the Tank Dell situation, you know, it's really easy when you have playmakers open up the field like Nico Is that Collins, your Mark Andrews play, and Noah yeah. Brown, and Robert Woods just open up the field so much up for Tank Dell. So it's almost kind of tough, like, to not succeed when you have yeah. playmakers like Devin Singletary. I get your point. Um, yeah. Do what? So next we have. Oh, actually, I haven't even made my Who pick yet. Pick? I'm sorry, I didn't make my pick. Um, you know, I'm riding with Ben here. Give me Houston. I love Houston. I love the roster. Why? Ben, we got to switch so I can draw up a play. Just draw, draw it up. But I don't, my mic can't reach that far. Yeah, it can. All right. Okay. So next we have New England at um, New York Football Giants. This is a game of two heavyweights um, in each conference. Um, That's the play call right there. This is. Uh, this is really tough because both teams are so bad that, like, even though Tommy DeVito came on strong last week, um, I don't know. Dave, you can go first. Hmm. Like Nate said, these are two of the best teams in their respective uh, conferences. And, ah, man, Giants, they're riding high after a big victory against the Commanders. But give me the Patriots. On the road to beat the to beat those Giants. Oh, um, I meant to put Houston as my upset. Nate, um, are you they're ser- at home? Are you serious? 
They're at home. This is the most Mickey Mouse upset. Who'd you pick? Houston. Oh, it's my upset? Mm-hmm. Panthers over Titans. What? It's three and a half. But there's an obvious... Yours is one and a half. The Panthers so. have one win. The Panthers have one win. How many wins does the Texans have? Six and four. Okay. Same record as the Jags. It's so, fine. Mickey Mouse. Fine, still not being favored. Mickey Mouse. They're literally not being favored by four and a half points. Sure. This is ridiculous. All right, well, mine's going to be... That means mine. I have free reign to make mine whatever I want, so... You do? Cool. Are you going to make it to Atlanta? No, mine's going to be the Bucks because they're plus two and a half against the Colts. That's fine. Um, yeah, so next we have... You two guys want to pick the Giants. Oh, I didn't the pick Giants the Giants game. Patriots I didn't game. pick the game. Uh, we're going to go reluctant New England Patriots. Oh, I wanted New England too. Did we sweep on the Patriots? Yeah, we did. That's terrible. That's terrible. I, forgot I don't feel confident about that at all. Not one bit. Yeah, I don't feel confident about the plays you guys are drawing up over there. Either. Hold on. You Give like me a play. I like I like Ben's. Nate is like. Wait. I, I don't know I'm, what we're doing here. I'm, I'm deciding. Are you stacking on the left. I'm deciding. Give me a second. Just let's go to the next game. You, um, you announce them. New Orleans at Atlanta plus half a point. You guys get after it while I do this. Um, give me the Saints here. Uh, Derek Carr. Gonna throw for about 450 yards. Um, just kidding, but they're gonna win. Yeah, this is this is interesting. The Falcons are going back to uh, Desmond Ritter, which is interesting. And the Saints, it seems like Derek Carr will probably play after Jameis uh, finished out the game two weeks ago. But it's coming off a bye, I'm expecting the Saints to kind of just uh, be down on these Falcons who have a bad. Bad defense. Even with, you know, the great Michael Thomas going on IR, I think we see the Saints win this game comfortably. Um, yeah. Nate, right. Saints Spirit or, or Atlanta? You got a pick here? Or? Um, I have Those two routes are going to run into each other. Who? On the left there? Yeah, that's the, that's the design. Pick we're, play. We're doing, a stack, we're doing a stack bunch here. Um that puts the secondary in a blunder, okay? It puts your receivers in a blunder, but sure. We're, we're going we're gonna to hit. Well, this is why he's behind. He's going to take you, – you do one – Drop mis- step. You do half Mississippi, wait for him to run, and then you run after the break, after he crosses, and then you run up. That's a you – know, After that's, he crosses. That's a pick. We got a pick here. We got a – Oh, right. So we're just uh, – O-line better hold because – Why is the offensive line going no, up the field? It's called down blocking. That's why I mean the old line better hold their blocks because this is a terrible play. He's going up the field, so it's called a block and release. So we got two block and release. Why do you have him going up the field? Why are we nope. blocking? Is he going to block and release into the drag there or what? He's not blocking and release into the drag because the drag he's going to the drag is already going to be across by the time he releases. Okay, I think you're looking at this like what they're going to be in the same place at the same time. They no. could be. They could okay. run into each other. So he, so the tight end's going to block here. And hey Nate, just letting you know, I have to leave in eight minutes, and he might release. And then this back here, <laughs> this is a it, terrible play. He's trying to seal off the edge. He's trying to help out with the tackle on the edge, and then he is going to he's going to release as a safety valve. Okay, we have <laughs> yeah, one, like, two, three, four, five eligible receivers here. It's a great play. And four of them are going to run into each other. They're not going to run into each other. 
What is like? What is this? I'm I'm more. This I was I was a, messing on the right side, but your this go is route. This pick. Okay, it's. I don't think it's gonna work. You're, it's gonna be time. It's those two routes are. Gonna, you're gonna take them almost out of the play because they're either gonna run into each other or this in route is gonna is gonna. You're not gonna time it. I'm. I'm I don't think. I don't think it's. Gonna How about work. this? How about this, pal? Can we move on? Yes. One second. After I redraw this. Yeah, but I have to leave in seven minutes. How about this? What if I what if I do this as a as a favor? I don't think he cares. No. Now he's running a post. Do they run they into each other anymore? Post. Nope. Okay. They they wouldn't. Is that a better play? I don't care. I'd cool. All right. All right, we can move on now. I'm sorry because n- nobody listening could see what play we just plays we're drawing up. But I think take that a was picture fun. of it. We'll put it on the Instagram. No, because I'll come, <laughs> I'm going to come up with better plays. Um. Ben's play is too basic for me. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's, it's a third and three call right there. I got you. Uh, we got – Ben's got like five minutes left, and we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, I'm kidding. Never mind. Nate, please pick your Saints-Falcons game. Two, Did four, I not? I picked New six. Orleans. Okay, sure. Reluctantly. Sure um, four, next we have – we have eight games left. Let's go. Okay, let's go. Uh, speed run. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati plus one and a half. Give me those Bengals. Um, give me the Steelers. I want the Steelers too. Um, new coordinator. Boom. That's all I know. Uh, joint coordinator, by the way. Running back coach and quarterback coach. Um, next, we have Tampa Bay at Indianapolis minus two and a half. Um, Dave, go first. Bucks are my upset here. Mm. Give me Indy. Ben, who you got? Um, I have Indy. All right. Next, we have Cleveland at Denver minus two and a half. Uh, give me Cleveland. Really? Give me the Broncos here to stay mm. hot. Five in a row? Yeah, I'm feeling it. What are you feeling, Cleveland? Yeah, I have Cleveland. Okay. Uh, next, we have L.A. Rams at Arizona Cardinals, minus half a point. Um, mm. I have the L.A. Rams. Give me the Cardinals Give me here. the Cardinals. Um, next, we have Buffalo Bills. D-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles! At, at Philadelphia Eagles, minus three and a half. Give me the Eagles. Not much to say. Eagles. Uh, I Don't look the into Bill, the Bills game last week too the hard. Bills are an odd the Bills team. are not good. Yeah, they're weird. <sighs> you're on Eagles? I'm assuming, I'm assuming that's what, what that meant. I, I think, don't know. I uh, thought you were just being happy. I'm hoping that that's saw. what that meant. Okay. Um, so next we can go. We're going on to the, uh, the Kansas City at Las Vegas. Raiders, uh, give me Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Ah, you go first, Dave. You just say give me Kansas City. I want the Chiefs. I'm thinking about it now. I'm taking the Chiefs. Reluctant. This is a good defense. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the Raiders have a good defense and are going to be able to stop. I mean, they've been playing well. They held Miami to 21 points. I got this next one. Yeah, Baltimore at no Chargers need. plus four and a half. The Ravens is my lock. That's bold. To score four and a half points better? That's well, not how we do, do it. It's just outright win. It's outright, it's outright win. win. Oh, oh so that's even easier. Okay. Um, okay. In Sunday Night Football, let's do it. You thought that it was with the spread when we did the locks. Because that means when the when the Cowboys were favored by 17 and a half and I picked them as my lock, you thought I really thought – I mean, they did cover the spread too. But um, Yeah, give me the Ravens here. Yeah. Hopefully they stay hot. Chargers defense is bad, and Herbert needs some help. Give me the Ravens as well. Um, next, we have Chicago at Minnesota. This is last the Monday night game. We have Chicago at Minnesota. Minus I got Minnesota. I got Minnesota, too. Let's go Josh Dobbs. Let's go Dobbs. He needs to give Hawk the ball more. Um, I'm going to go with the Bears here. Wow. First game. 
If Justin Jefferson no plays, way. I feel a little bit worse about it. But give me the JJ Bears JJ ain't here. playing. He's already been ruled out. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. He's not going to um, play until week 14. All right. So, that's it for us today. This this was – I know we didn't talk about he Thanksgiving much, but this was a Thanksgiving special. I, um, I want everybody, before Ben has to leave, say the – I know everybody's going to say, say one thing you're thankful for. No. What f- dish are you most excited to have on Thursday? On what? On Thursday. On Thursday. Okay. Uh, oh, let me say, oh, dish I'm most excited for is taters and gravy, man. Whoa, whoa, you hear that you, voice crack? What are you excited for? Taters and gravy. Yeah. Karma. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm most excited taters. for uh, apple pie. Uh, it will be my aunt's apple pie. Wow. Is it delicious? It is fantastic. I've already apple had my some, mom's some glaze apple on the pie. Top? Yeah. That was fantastic as well. I had it. Was while that I was like watching. a preliminary pie for Thanksgiving? Was it like, like a testing? Was it like a testing? Pie? Yeah, she made one for. Um, she made an apple and a pumpkin pie. I didn't have the. I haven't had the pumpkin yet. That'll be probably be tonight. But mm. the apple pie was fantastic. I was watching it while the Terps were beating down on UMBC. You were watching the. You were watching the pie. The, I was watching. I was you were eating, eating I was it while, eating, while watching. I was watching the Terps. I, I thought yeah. you. Were, but my mom's apple pie will not be at Thanksgiving. It'll be my aunt's. It won't be, It'll be my heck? aunt's. Yeah. Um, the dish I'm most excited for is the sweet potato casserole. It's, it's just delicious. Oh, the other thing I love is green bean casserole. I can take oh. it or leave it. Uh, yeah. It's too dry for me. What about the... Mine's very moist. Yeah? A lot of cream of mushroom in there. Yeah, I love cream of mushroom. <laughs> so it makes good. every casserole. Um, one more thing before we go. I'm sorry. I want, I want everybody to think about this question. Is a pumpkin pie the same thing as a sweet potato pie? No. It's not the even same close. thing. No, Nate, you're terrible. We were talking about in English pumpkin and, and actually, sweet potato. And actually nobody Are agreed you with you. Are you serious? They taste the exact same. It's no, they different. Don't. No, they don't. It's Does the a same pumpkin pie. taste like a sweet potato? No. A- answer not, me that. Not in theory. Answer me that. But when you put it in pumpkin form, answer me that. it's the same. You're wrong. It you're tastes wrong. the same. You're wrong. It tastes the same. When my grandfather listens to this, I hope he responds. Granddad, if you're listening, please tell me that he's wrong on Thanksgiving okay, Day. Okay. He is so wrong. Okay, if they're different, that's fine. Because sweet potato pie is better than pumpkin pie. That's fine. You that, can have that. But a, you cannot a, say they're the same. They're two sweet potato pie two is different vegetables. So deli- Is pumpkin a vegetable? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. It grows from the ground. It's a good question for us to answer next week. So, All right. Any final words from anybody? Let me look it up. Hold on. Okay. We're going to get this you right know, now. You know, Ben's the one who has to go to work, and he's the one prolonging well, this. Well, I still have 45 seconds. Okay. Yeah. The Thanksgiving episode. Thanksgiving. Is a pumpkin a, a vegetable? It's a fruit. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. We can say that. <laughs> I, say it. I think sweet potatoes are starch. Because it's a potato. It's a sweet potato vegetable. It's a starch. It's a vegetable. Is it a starch? Sweet potatoes are a sweet, starchy root vegetable. It's a vegetable. Root vegetable. You're right. Um, you're right. Anyway. All right. Thank you, everybody, thank for listening. Here from Room 102. Happy Thanksgiving. 104. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Go spend some time with your family. Go, birds. Yeah. Wait, which ones? Beat the Dons. Which birds? The Cardinals. Both oh. birds? Both birds. Ravens can win, too. Go, Steelers. Go, Cardinals. Uh, I hope everybody passes out after, Go they, Georgia. after they stuff their face with some turkey. Uh, love everybody. Everybody, so great, so see you on Monday. Podcast. Of course. Uh, see you on Monday for Crokinole Club yeah. if anybody wants to join us. Um, <laughs> and stay classy, Cardinals.